And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shaker Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscal, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleich. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, hardly ever for this show on Saturday mornings, is my good friend, Michele Ibera. Michele, what's up? Well, it's totally my fault if we can't record on Monday. Um, thank you for doing this uh, on early Saturday morning. Um, everything is good. Playoffs are just amazing. Um, I, I, they are I mean, amazing. It's not your fault that we're recording on Saturday. It's not your fault at all. I didn't. I wasn't going to record on Monday anyway. Okay, then it's um, it's great to record on Saturday. <laughs> It's uh, it's awesome. Like, it's uh, it's it's my birthday on Monday, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. my wife and I have the same birthday, and so we, I told her that I would not do any podcasts on her birthday, as that part sounds as a uh, gift to to her on her birthday and my birthday. So, um, anyways, McKelly, the draft lottery. If the, none of you will hear this until Monday, anyways, so. We can talk as if it's Monday. The draft lottery is tomorrow. Wow! Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Did you want to talk? You want to talk playoffs for a second? Let's do. Let's talk playoffs, and then we'll do a uh, tankathon spin. We'll do some draft preview stuff, but let's talk playoffs for a second. Yeah, I'm basically watching um, two series closely, um, and then here and there the other two. Um, I'm following closely the Lakers one and. Boy, oh boy. I mean, it yeah. was a complete domination. Um, it them. was just a game where, I mean, I have heard a lot of like rumblings about AD not putting two games together and LeBron being old and the supporting cast not being great. But they played like a team that had no questions about who the best team was, how yep. they were supposed to, to play to win, and, and they did it. I mean... Granted, you need some help because there there are very few nights when Clay is this bad, when like the Warriors in general uh, shot this bad, but they demolished them. They were more uh, ready. They were more physical, and boy, boy, Anthony Davis played such a such an impressive game defensively, and and LeBron made every everything on offense. He was just he was just hey, okay, let's let's play the way I want to play. I will create a mismatch, and some of you will finish. And, and it was just, I mean, 
I, I'm not sure if this is more impressive than what LeBron has done in his career. I mean, the fact that at 38, he is still the most dominant player on offense, one of the most dominant players on offense in the entire league. Um, it, it was just like an incredible show. It really was. I I can't believe what they got out of guys like Lonnie Walker in this series. The and, Lonnie Walker game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Even last night, he was really good for them yep. off the bench. You know, and the Warriors were really shallow. You know, they were count like Jordan Poole was really bad all really all series. Um, yeah. They couldn't play Jonathan Kaminga, you know, at least they didn't think they could play Jonathan Kaminga. I know there's a lot of complaining yeah. about that on Twitter from people that cover the Warriors or follow the Warriors. But the fact that you can't get anything out of him in year two going into year three is not great. You know, you can't no. even play him like 10 minutes off the bench. You know, you give those to Moses Moody. But if you can't play him, that's not a good sign. Yeah, and, and in general, I mean, they had two years where they could replenish, refurbishing, re reestablishing, whatever R you want to use. Um, <laughs> and I mean, they got James Westman instead of getting um, Lamelo. Yeah. They got Kuminga instead of getting a, the player that probably together with Giddy uh, could have made the most sense in that rotation uh, in Franz Wagner. And when you do this, when you mess up, with two top 10 picks. Um, and, and then you get Moody, who is a, a fine player. I, I, I believe he will have a career. He will have uh, a career in the NBA. Yeah, I think um, so too. It's it's too much to overcome. I mean, they had, imagine if they have Lamelo and Franz Wagner today. Just one like of them. Just one of them. If they had both yeah. of them, they would have won this series and they'd be the favorite of the West. Like, no yeah. question. No question. Yeah, and now and now it's it's a it's a real question. Like, what happens? Uh, is this is this the end of it? And and in a similar fashion, I mean, the game that will play, will be played tomorrow by uh, the Celtics and the Sixers will decide probably what happens with those two franchises. Now, Boston probably has some some wiggle room. I mean, the coach yeah. was um, like the coaching job is probably something where you can say, okay, let's get someone, uh, let's get in Nick Nurse or whoever. Um, let's let's do something different there and let's give it another try with giving like all the money that you need um, to Jalen Brown and and retool maybe a little bit. They, they have yeah. avenues to do that. The Sixers, I mean, what happens if they lose again? Um, will, will this be it for James Harden in Philadelphia? Probably. Will this be it for this version of the Sixers? Um, will Joel Embiid demand a trade or something? It's it's very, very interesting. There are so many storylines. And on top of that, we are getting like crazy good playoffs. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been amazing. And it's been unpredictable to a degree. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so much fun. It's so, so much fun. Uh, okay, McKelly, the lottery's tomorrow. Let's do a thank-a-thon spin. Maybe a few. Yeah. Maybe a few. And just talk about, you know, what this order means for 
specific teams or the Thunder or trade-up candidates, you know. So if you uh, listen to us just through the podcast, you can also watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are so, so close to 4,000 subscribers. I want to get there. If you want to give me a birthday present, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I know there's a lot of you listening that have not done that, so please do that. Okay, here we go. Our first lottery sim. So Detroit stays at one. Uh, Orlando jumps to two. The Portland Trailblazers jump to three. Rockets fall to five. Spurs fall to six. And Blazers fall to seven. The Thunder stay at 12. Uh, I think this probably stays chalk. I know that there's some guards in Orlando that people like, but nothing like Scoot Henderson. Obviously, Vic goes yeah. one, and then Brandon Miller, three. Uh, thoughts, feelings? Uh, this would be the dream scenario um, for, for 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 Orlando. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, the chance that, to get Wemaniana is still like the best chance, but in a draft where you have... Um, the role that basically you need as the second pick and you, and you actually um, climb the draft for four spots and, and get Scoot. I mean, Scoot would be amazing for them. Um, yeah. He will be electric. He will work perfectly with a guy like Mancaro. I mean, they they could they could get um, pick and roll plays with Scoot Anderson and Mancaro that teams will absolutely have no idea how to guard. And if you put a, a guy like Franz Wagner on the wing and you surround them with a little bit of shooting, that that is a lineup that will work. Yep. And um, it, it, even for the Pacers, um, like to to climb and get to three and get a guy that you can you can slide in uh, and, and play uh, together with Miles Turner, whatever you want to do, it's the perfect complement for a guy like like Holly Burton. Um, like it will give all the spacing in the world to to the pacers. And but even even if if they pick a man Thompson, I mean, you, you have Ali Burton, who is a great ball uh, lead ball handler, but he can work as a secondary. Uh, guard um, and and I mean if you if you want to play a man in a successful basketball environment you need to put shooting uh, alongside him and the Pacers have that so they they can't miss um, either they get a man or Brandon it's it's um, it's a very good draft for them and it's yeah. a great draft for everyone everyone because Houston like goes uh, outside oh, of the top four beautiful beautiful it's sad for the Spurs to get down to six uh, and also for the Blazers. I mean, they are putting a lot of stocks in, in this draft. If they get a top five pick, I believe that is a pick that they will keep. I'm not sure if they will keep the pick if it's at seven mm -hmm. or if they try to move it and, and, and to do something uh, with that pick. I'm not sure what they can do. But again, we, we just discussed how much the the playoffs in the offseason can change. Um, like, suppose that the Warriors are going to split. Do you do you try to get Clay Thompson? Do you do, do you try to do, do something crazy just to retool alongside Dame? Yeah. Uh, or or just move all out and say, okay, this this can continue. Let's let's build uh, around Shaden Sharp, and we will be terrible next season. And and maybe we can get like. Um, two, three drafts in and see what happens. Yeah. Let's say the Blazers do want to just retool around Dame, which is what they, they seem like they want to do. I mean, the Thunder could offer them draft capital in order to do that. They couldn't offer them players to do that, 
or at least they wouldn't offer them players to do that currently. But they could offer them draft capital that they could then turn around and then use to go get the people that they want. What would you offer? I think you could offer the 12th pick plus an additional two picks to get up to, to, get seven. to seven. Hmm. I, I'm not sure if there's value there. Uh, I'm not entirely convinced that I would, that the guy who's there at seven um, has a different kind of value than a guy that is there at 12. Yeah. Um, if they are enamored with a guy like Anthony Black, sure. Uh, but I would not spend two picks on it. Like, yeah. I, I I mean, dated um, for Usman Jang, and to me, that is still not a good trade. Uh, if if you if you frame it as we need to get the pick because otherwise we are afraid that someone um, will get Jalen Williams, sure you do it. You pay even like four picks for Jalen. Um, but in this draft, I mean, I'm not in love with Anthony Black. Um, I wouldn't spend two picks to grab Grady Dick or Taylor Hendricks. Um, and so whatever is left at twelve. Is probably what I I mean Buffkin is the guy that that we like. Yeah. Um for me. uh today we are very monotonous with our <laughs> nicknames here in the podcast. Um That's right. for the one who, who can see uh Andrew has Buffkin believer and I have Buffkin guy. So That's right. it's it's yeah, it's, it's let's bad. go. Yeah. Um so unless you have solid intel that Buffkin or the guy that you like is not going to be there at twelve, and then sure you can you can dangle one or two picks, but not very good ones. Uh, yeah. I don't think that there is too much value in, in in trading up. It's different if they are at five. There, if you have one of the um, Thompson brothers, maybe maybe I would actually think about it. Okay, what if it's a Sar Thompson right now? It's the Rockets taking a Sar Thompson at five. What would you give up? to get there well i do believe that in this particular order the rockets will actually pick cam whitmore and probably the spurs can pick jairus walker as they are or even anthony black and if Sar thompson is there then maybe i would entertain the idea of getting one conditional pick like a very protective conditional pick and maybe one of the like a Utah pick or a Phoenix. Well, that Phoenix pick is actually very interesting now. <laughs> like, I don't know. There it are, could be. There are yeah. pick, even even the Philly one. Do, do we still have the Philly one? I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, they have it starting in 2025, top six protected. Top that is extremely juicy yeah. if you look at it right now. Like, yeah, yeah. So maybe the Utah one uh, and a conditional 2024 protected pick, um, that could be something that you do. Yeah. But is, does it really help Portland? That I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. What if you what if you call the Rockets and say, "Hey, we'll give you your pick back next year, mm-hmm. and we will give you." I'm trying to think what additional asset you could give them to make them bite on that. Trey Man and an additional first round pick. Would you trade 12? I wouldn't do this. Never mind. I wouldn't do it. Um, Why not? Well, tw- 12 in their pick next year is too, is too rich just to get to five. No. 
it's the highest upside in in a better draft. So I would actually do it. You would do that for a Sar. Yeah, because for a Sar Thompson. Best, um, I don't know. I mean, we say it's a better draft, and I people that are much smarter than me are also saying that. Uh, I I but, have no intel. I'm I don't just either. Listening to, I don't either. To Vicini and I know that there is um, yeah, yeah. Jalen Brother. Um, that's that's about what I know, and you yeah. never know with the international draft class. Like guys like Bilal Koulibaly, or um, they can withdraw from this draft. That's true. And suddenly true. you have oh, this is an interesting guy. Yeah. Maybe he he can get in tier one. Yeah. Uh, maybe a guy like um, CD Sissoko. I, I'm not sure if he can stay another year in the G League or if he even wants to do that. Yeah, I'm not but sure it, either. It takes um, it takes very little for one or two. Nick Smith, suppose that a guy like Nick Smith should co- go back to to Arkansas. Like, yeah, if he if he, he gets to um, a season where he scores eighteen points per game on on better shooting, he can go top five. And yeah. these are very different money than the ones he can. He risks to slide in the twenty in this draft. Yeah, and so it, it, again, it takes very little to to go from a draft class where you say okay uh nice i have a very very deep draft and then three four five guys they just bounce and because everyone thinks wow next year i can be number two number three and and then boom you have a different draft class next year mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm i'm intrigued by asar thompson i don't know if i'm so intrigued that i would give up 12 in next year's pick for the Rockets. Just because you could get whoever's at 12, Buffkin, yeah. and possibly like the sixth pick in next year's draft. Yeah. You know. Is it top four, top five protected? Top four protected. Yeah. 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 And, and it also depends what, what the Rockets want to do. I mean, if they are, if they plan to be good, um, sure, it, it, it means that that pick is lost, but, but, like, if they plan the, in their mind to be really good, then it doesn't retain too much value either way. Yeah. I mean, they can plan to be as good as they want. They're still going to have guys like Shengun and Jalen Green and players like that that still need a lot of runway to be good players in the NBA. Yeah, that's why I don't buy that um, entirely. Like, it's... I don't know. Yes, they 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 might try to be to be good, um, but it's too early for them. Like yeah. even if they get James Harden, I, I I don't have faith that they can be good. Yeah, I mean Harden didn't even make an All NBA team. The Thunder had an All NBA first team player on their team and still didn't get to five hundred this past yeah. year. Like, do we really yeah. think the Rockets, even with James Harden, could do that? Like, there's just ain't no way. There's just no. ain't no way. Like, at worst, like, maybe this is, like, the ninth pick or something like that, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually um, a good read on, on what can happen. That, that is why, to me, it makes like no Utah, sense. Utah had the ninth pick. Utah's in the ninth slot, and they had a yeah. good season. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Utah, I think Houston hopes that they can have that kind of season. I mean, something crazy would have to happen for Houston to be better than that, I would think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Shall we spin again? Let's spin again. Here we go. Hopefully better luck for the Thunder. Nope. Still bad luck for the Rockets, which is good. Thunder State at 12. Still Buffkin boys here. Uh, Let's see. Wimbenyama to Detroit again. Scoot Henderson to San Antonio, which I think would be fantastic for for Scoot. Yeah. And then Brandon Miller goes to Portland, which I think is a good fit. That is a great fit. It's a really good fit for them. Um. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually like that. Yeah, but again, even in this case, you have a team that has Jeremy Grant, um, who is a good spacer. Uh, you have Dame, you have um, Simons. And, I mean, yes, you would need someone that can space as a, as a five-man, um, but you can you can go small with a guy like a man, and, and maybe you play... Uh, you play Dame, you play Simons, you play Shaden Sharp, you play a man and German guy as your center, and this is a great small ball lineup. Um, I'm not sure uh, which one they need the most: um, a stabilizing, um, electric, crazy athlete, or or another scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's 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 again a great position to be in uh, for a team that that is a three that can decide where to go in terms of Brandon Miller or Amen Thompson. They don't have too much um, difficulties in, in sliding in uh, either one. Yeah. A- and then, I mean, it's it's very sad to see Charlotte <laughs> again, uh, like bump down uh, a few spots. And, and yeah, um, it's it's a draft where basically the, the real winner is, again, Detroit. That oh yeah, it's, it's a Cade and Wimbenyama for like your yeah. future is unbelievable, and to yeah. and to draft and first have, overall I mean, that many times, you know, yeah, is pretty pretty crazy. Just to pick twice at first yeah. is a lot. Yeah, and you pick two guys that, if you rank the strength of the draft of the past ten years, those are not, um, I would say average number one pick these no. are two incredible first round picks yeah uh and and so if they pull that off i mean detroit is set now they need to have health they need to have a better coach they need to have like weaver has to start like having a little bit of patience and constructing the roster in a proper way um but they, but even ivy ivy has shown a lot at the back end of the uh, of the season, and so it will be a great, great uh, starting point for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that might even be an understatement there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. It's it's unprecedented. If you want, like two, has ever been has ever happened Lee, to have two first round picks playing, two number one picks playing for the same team, and they were picked just two years apart. Uh, Anthony Bennett and Kyrie Irving. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> it does actually count. Um, and they also had Aaron, Andrew Wiggins. Well, they didn't know that they trade. Well, he never played for the Cavs because they've traded him for Kevin Love. Oh, right, right. They could have had. They could have Aaron had. Wiggins. Yeah, they had an incredible luck. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, Orlando had Shaq. And they drew number one again and then traded it 
to get Penny, but that's yep. another one. Um, yeah. Okay, question. Sam Presti calls you on draft night. He says, McKellie, I have acquired the sixth pick in the draft from the Orlando Magic. And I don't know who to take. The players that are off the board, Wimbenyama, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, and both Thompson twins are gone. I need you to help me pick. You got two minutes. Go. You should have called me earlier, like before making the trade. Like I would, I would have like, suggested otherwise. <laughs> um, that's that's irrelevant now. Done, done deal. <laughs> I just need you. To, I just need you to pick a player for me. Uh, can we do it? Can we trade again? No, you no. got to pick. You got to pick. Oh, come gotta, on. You got to uh, pick a player. So this comes with a disclaimer. Uh, I need to do a lot more work on Cam Whitmore um, because I feel that he he's skyrocketing yeah. all the boards, yeah. and I am not ready to to understand why. Um, the first films I watched were like not good for me. He's um, just not a playmaker, though, and I just don't think that they would trade up to take somebody who's not a playmaker. Yeah, but he's a he could be an ISO guy who with with upside, which yeah. which may be important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kaminga's a guy with upside too. Um, I would not put him in the same ballpark as Kaminga. I'm not saying they're similar players. I'm just saying that there have been players. That, I mean, we're picking in the top six, so of course they have upside. Yeah, but I'm again um, that name is the one where. Um, the consensus tells me that I'm missing on on Whitmore, and yeah. so he's there for our consideration. But since I'm, I mean, Sam is calling now, uh, and now I don't have that intel. I can't suggest. In fact, you've wasted the two minutes. They're gone. He's hung up. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. That, that was also part of the plan, <laughs> not giving Sam the answer because it's I don't like a have a filibuster one. here. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't know. I I I really don't know. I don't love Anthony Black. I would not pick Anthony Black. I would. I don't like Jaros Walker. I don't like Cam Whitmore. I <laughs> and I don't want to draft like Grady Dick with the six pick. It's 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 too would rich you, for me. Would you draft Hendricks with the six pick? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's too rich. The same way. Like if I have you have uh, you have to pick some head, you have to pick somebody in the next twenty seconds or else they're giving the pick, pick away Grady to charity. Dick. I'll pick Grady Dick. Okay. Okay. I'm not happy. I'm absolutely not happy. But I was listening to to you, Alex, and Sam Vicini. Um, it's still like incredible that I mean wh- where we were um, and where you are right now. But anyway, uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's sensational. It's it's incredible podcasting. It's I, I just love every second of it. Um, and, and Sam is such such a great. Um, guy and an analyst of the draft, mm-hmm. and he said that Gradyk has defensive principles and offensive principle in his brain since a very young age. Yeah. And and this is something that I know that he is not the prototypical player that OKC searches for. And I know that that Presti will never ever probably draft a guy like him in the top six because of the lack of. Um, creativity of the dribble uh and and probably versatility with the ball in his hands yeah. but if you can give shea 
Giddy and J-Dub. Like, I don't know, 10 inches of space, 10 feet of space, more. Yeah. Uh, with, with, with Grey Dick being there, I think that that will work. Yeah. Is that the best way to, to draft that six? No. I But I feel very, very sure that if Grey Dick is a Thunder player, OKC will have a, an insane offensive rating. An insane offensive rating. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough it's a tough range. This is why I don't love this draft. Is I kind of agree with you. It's like if you're at six, especially if you trade it up to six and you're giving up a, a bunch of assets. Like, man, I do like Anthony Black a lot. And I think that's who I would take. Um but I also have a lot of questions about what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, again. It's to me. Um, I want to 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 go with uh, what Jay was saying on Friday, um, saying that we have our stars, and I know yeah. that you don't ever have enough stars. But look at what the Warriors did. Um, in a in a wrong way. Don't get me wrong, but the guys with more upside there were Weissman and Kuminga. I mean, the consensus was, hey, these two guys are the best of the best there. Um, they are raw, but they are talented, like extremely talented. Whereas Franz Wagner, in Matt Penny's words, were like a connective tissue, one of the best connective tissue that you can find there. And they didn't do that. And I wonder, like, OKC doesn't have Steph Curry. Yeah, they don't have Raymond Green, and especially don't they don't have championships, so they they are not a yep. team that is established yet. But they do have an All NBA guy. They do have that a guy that scored thirty points with ease, with in, insane efficiency, and they have a guy in J Dub who had an incredible rookie season, and they have like a sophomore that is somehow forgotten in most of the discussion around OKC, but who is having an insane first two years. Yeah. So why don't you try to say, okay, let's get a guy who can benefit the most, him, in playing with those guys, and it could be beneficial for them to increase their powers. It's just basically having someone who can increase your powers uh, and, and just but maybe, maybe not being an all-star himself. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, I know that you can do something and find like a guy like Isaiah Joe or a guy like Kenneth Trilliams. You can, but maybe you can get a little bit of a better version of Joe, a guy that in a game in was well, a lot um, taller. I mean, that and that exactly. is that is something that's not nothing. It's not nothing. You can play a, li a lineup with uh, Dub, Chet, uh, Giddy. Grady Dick and, and Shea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a good rebounder, Grady Dick is. Yeah. Yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah, I I would struggle with this too. I think I would take Anthony Black, though, at the end of the day, just because I, I do think he's got tremendous upside. And I think he can play multiple positions. I think he can guard multiple positions. You know, def defensively, something you struggle with with Grady Dick. Um, they have like almost opposite games, you know, they're both six, seven, yeah. 
you know, Grady Dick is the knockdown shooter. Anthony Black is the more downhill kind of guy. He fits more of like what the Thunder have already. But I think he can play with, with the guys that they have. And you just, you play literally, you play positionless basketball when you throw him out there. Um, yeah. But you got to play fast and you got to, yeah, everybody's got to move. Like you, the offense has to churn. If it stops like a traditional offense, and you just have Anthony Black just kind of standing on the in the corner, you have lost. Like yeah, like you have you have lost. But if they can get these guys in actions and play really fast, it's great. And then on defense, I mean, you can switch almost everything. If he and J Dub and Shea. And Dort and those like if you have those guys out there at the end of the game, I mean, like, holy smokes, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough for the other team. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's spin again. We gotta get some luck for the Thunder. I'm just gonna keep spinning until the Thunder jump up, and then talk about what they would do because that is more fun. There we go. Oh my gosh, they jump up to number one. That is not funny. Uh, it's it's not fun to discuss. It's the only thing that they should or can do. Yeah. You just take Wimbanyama and you just dance through the streets. You meet me at Chili's here in Oklahoma City. I'm buying skillet queso for everybody. Uh, that would be yeah, life- Be careful, Andrew. That would be, be careful. Life- that would be life-changing. That would be life-changing. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Um, okay, let's just talk through this. We kind of did this exercise on the Dream Team show, but oh no, I don't want to see the mask. Okay, this is the this is a great spin. It's is, uh, for for the guys who are spin. not watching the pod. Yeah, Andrew did like 
probably 85 spins uh, to get to the position OKC wants to, to be in. Like oh. the, the position is number two, um, which is, to me, not really a question. Like, Let's talk this spin, it. Washington goes number one, and they get Wimbanyana. Um, and OKC is at number two. To me, it's not even a question. I mean, you... Again, I, I've watched a bunch of Scoot, um, and when he plays with fire, which is something that he show he can do, he's insane. Yeah. Um, I know that Brandon Miller will fit well, but in this case, it seems that I'm going completely backwards from the point that I made before with Grady Dick. But the talent here to me is quite different. Like, Scoot Anderson is much better than Brandon Miller uh to me um he he has he's a, he has an insane potential and i know that the shoot uh, the, the, the 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 motion and the shooting motion is not great um but but he's compact uh, and i'm sure he'll make that work yeah and again like he's fun um and it it will be a completely different team with him, um, yeah. there will be probably growing pains to see how you can fit this guy with the current version of the team, but right. it will be fun. Yeah, with with that version of the team, I mean, you probably start Scoot, Shay, Giddy, J-Dub, and Chet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that is a absolutely. That is a pretty sick lineup. Um, yeah, you could argue that Brandon Miller is a better natural fit with the team, where you start. Yeah, Shea, Giddy, J Dub, Miller, Chet, and I think it's more it fit it fits better if you were like trying to build like a lineup mm-hmm. that fits way better. You know, yes. you, you provide floor spacing with Miller, you provide defense, you provide a six foot nine frame. You yeah. know. It's it's still being debated amongst a lot of people who sh- is the second best prospect. And I don't know this for a fact about the Thunder. I do know that a lot of NBA teams are not holding Brandon accountable for the firearm incident. If that is the case, it changes quite a lot. Because I think that... Because I've been uh, asking a lot of yeah. questions recently mm-hmm. to lots of different people about it. Just because it was such a weird situation. And I just... The Thunder just want no part of anything that involves legal trouble like that. They just want mm-hmm. no part of it. I don't know what the Thunder think. Mm-hmm. To you know, just to be transparent, I don't know what the Thunder think about it. I do know that a lot of other NBA teams kind of brush it aside and say we're not going to hold him accountable for that. I but the Thunder are different than everybody. And so I'm not willing to say with certainty that the Thunder would actually take him and not consider everything else that's happened. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm more open than I was last week to the fact that they could take him. 
but that that is a big part that is a big part of the of the equation if um if the um, if Presti drafts a number two Brandon Miller, yeah, people in OKC should be like ecstatic, yeah, about it, yeah, 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 because it means that they, I mean, it's um, in Italy uh, or in Europe, like ho- just the fact that as a nineteen-year-old guy you you hold a gun would be some something like almost unbearable. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's different um, in the US. So to, uh, maybe I'm I'm having this in my mind in a very different way than what it what it is. And it's cultural. It's uh, it's again. It's very different. Uh, yeah. I'm not used to uh, like having this kind of um, discussions and this kind of uh, uh, pieces of evaluation uh, yeah. to deal with yeah. because again, it's very different. But if 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 that proves to be, hey, he just had a gun and he just like basically said, okay, take my car, just be aware there's my gun there, please don't touch it, and something like this happens, then 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 yeah, I mean it's it's basically you can say, oh, you, you could have secured it or you could like you know where I'm going, like it's a completely yeah. different scenario, it's just a completely different evaluation, and you you can't say, okay, we will not draft you because you. You kind of trusted a, the wrong person. It's uh, right. it's um, or something like super duper crazy happened, and and that person acted, and you he had no idea mm-hmm. he could react in that way. So it's uh, it's a very different from hey, you just you, you actually plan to give him the gun. It's it's yeah. a very different statement. Yeah, and so yeah. if that is the case, um, and and say that in interviews and workouts you see that scoot is still struggling big time with with the long ball whereas brandon miller like is is incredible in interviews and he's shooting the ball like crazy then i can see them going outside okay he fits them to a t and yep. and like the personal level we have no no problems with that and i mean brandon miller is even like a good defender it's not that you really have you, you have someone like uh, that you have to cover for defensively which which is part of the deal uh, and part of the allure of Randall Miller yeah what if Portland wants to jump to two and they want to I'm trying to think of what they could give up that would entice the thunder uh in this case I'm enticing you with a different trade okay uh Franz Wagner and number four for number two well yeah it's a quick yeah for you i i i mean yes yes it is yes it is yeah maybe in this draft if they are at five and you know that you don't get suppose that orlando is at five yeah you don't get a man you don't get brandon you don't get scoot for sure yeah i mean would you do that um probably not no really probably not i would do it for the i would do it for four because i can get him in thompson and like starting wagner at the four next to chet is would be amazing yeah you know that would be unbelievable and, i would do it anyway and then i'm in next to Basically, you probably bring him in off the bench as this like change of pace point guard, 
that's huge and crazy athletic and you know you get the crazy upside i just, i don't that's i don't think orlando would consider that but if you're the thunder I think you no could. no it's 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 probably not um it would probably be franz wagner for the second pick you know maybe a future pick you know i don't think you can get both would you do that then uh i don't think so i don't think so I you think, don't think so. I think I would probably. I think, I think you you could make the case that Wagner fits better, mm-hmm. but I also don't think he has as high a ceiling as like a guy like Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson. So in that case, I would just wouldn't do it. And you have to pay him earlier. Yeah, which is also a problem for OKC. Yeah, but I just love Franz Wagner. Yeah, he's really good. The the, the value is not there like i mean if you were to trade wagner for a pick in this draft i think four through six is probably the range hmm. you know i think i think orlando would want would would have no value there and that's why you that's why you wouldn't find a deal there i mean what yeah. what pick would you trade giddy for in this draft yeah i would not trade him for a man thompson yeah I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, it's definitely tricky. Um, but we were asking, suppose that Portland wants to to trade with you. Um, it's not that Portland has a lot to offer. They don't have a lot to offer. Hmm. It would be probably a different team. Um, it would have hmm. to be. I mean, I would I would say give us Shaden Sharp and three. This is... Now I'm going to now I'm going to make things extremely interesting for you. Okay. Um, we are two. Houston calls. Yep. They are at six. Yep. Say okay. We will unprotect next year pick. Mm. No. And, and give you Jabari Smith. Okay. Now we're in, now now we're now we're interested. Unprotect the pick and Jabari for and six for two. Yes. Oh, I still say no. I still say no. Wow. Wow. Okay. I still say no. Okay. I would say yes. Because, I mean, listen, if this really is a generational draft and you can get one of the generational players, you just take one of the generational players. Yeah. Because those guys change everything. Jabari Smith ain't changing your life. But he's not. He was supposed to. No, he was not. Not him specifically. Okay. Scoot okay. Henderson is supposed to change somebody's life. Okay. Jabari okay. not Jabari not not as much. Okay. That's not, that's okay. I It's interesting though. It's very interesting. Um, Jabari's not a Thunder player. I know. I know. I still think that you need he's play finishers. A, he's in the category of not a Thunder player, but could play for the Thunder. Yes. But this gives OKC a true possibility to draft Jade up brother. Yeah. Because that pick unprotected can be anything. And you get, most likely, Osar Thompson. 
it's 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 not just it's uh scoot anderson for for jabari a very good pick and Asar thompson that is not yeah. nothing and jabari i mean he may have a bounce back year where he just proved to be the shooter that he can be can you imagine like a foreman that can shoot the ball like crazy like he showed in college on okc like he's a good defender he's a really good defender like okc will have a top 10 defense and probably a top 10 offense if jabari is the shooter that he proved to be in college yeah, but he just if, had it but what if scoot henderson is this is the best point guard in the nba in four years it will create a lot of roster change for okc if that is the case can he be that guy in okc that is my question. I mean, Presti said something very specific in in his um, exit interview. I said the team allowed for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, Shea can be Shea maybe next year the best point guard in the league, but you have to allow him to be. Yeah. You don't want to necessarily to put guys that have the ball in their hands that much because you want him to be. And you're already sacrificing part of J-Dub and part of Giddy to let Shea be that guy. Yeah, Scoot can play off ball, though. I mean, he did that with the Ignite. Yeah, you can. But again, we are piling up on guys that can play off ball. Yeah. Not should, can. Which is yeah. something that that at some point... And, and you need And you still have chat. That you that you want to to give the ball to, yep. uh, and averaging like fifteen shots. I don't know. I'm the greedy. I'm greedy it, though, Michele. I would do it. I would just take Scoot and just figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That's um, it can work, or it can send Shay to Canada. Um, or, oh, stop or Sco- it! <laughs> well, the biggest problem with the Thunder is they had too many good players. That poor team. <sighs> Too many good players for them. Well, they had that problem back then. Yeah, the problem anyway. sent them to the NBA Finals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they can they, they, they can go as high as the NBA Finals if they get the right guy. Yeah. So someone has to sacrifice. And that, that statement will be true whether they got this high in the draft or if they're picking Kobe Bufkin at 12. Sure. That statement will be true no matter what. Someone has to sacrifice. Some ones, many bodies have to sacrifice. That I would say that happen. everybody, not somebody, everybody should and will have to. If they want to reach the pinnacle of what they can be, you're right. Everybody has to sacrifice something. Yeah. So, And with this emphatic finishing touch... <laughs> We'll spin another way. Spin one more time before we go. Here we go. And back to reality. This is actually would be a great spin. Um, yeah. Win Binyama to the Blazers. The Pacers get Brandon Miller at two. And then Scoot Henderson. I would take Scoot Henderson at two for the Pacers, too, if I yeah. were them. Just because yeah. I think Halliburton can, can play with another guard. Um. It would be such a terrible draft for Detroit. Detroit falls to five. Houston falls to six. Uh, Hornets fall to seven. 
Yeah. That would be beautiful. I'd be all in for that. Thunder pick at 12. Uh, are you just taking Buffkin at 12? Let's just let's talk about 12 for a second. Um, guys that I want to rewatch before I said that I said that that for sure. Um, I want to rewatch Case and Walls. Um, because the back end of the season was very interesting. Yeah, I want to go back and rewatch uh, a bunch of um, Jordan Hawkins and, but it's between these three guys yeah. for me right now. Yeah, yeah, I would be happy with with any of those guys. Is there anybody that you're just like in this range and you're just like, no, never, don't? Um, oh yeah, many. Uh, I don't like Sensaba. Um, I'm not sure I like Keonti George. Um, I don't like Jed Howard. I don't like Jaden Hood Skifino. Um, and and that's it. Yeah, I tend to. Nick Smith to me is a guy that should not enter the draft. We already said that. Yeah, I I agree on Jed Howard. I like Keonti more than you do. Um, it was the first player. I just have to go back. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, okay, the lottery's tomorrow. Obviously, if something crazy happens, we will hop on and we'll be live for hours and hours just discussing what an insane night in Thunder history it is. And if normal things happen and they just get picked 12, uh, then we will have a podcast for you on Wednesday where we just talk about the 12th pick. We'll discuss what happened in the lottery you just need more lottery content afterwards the thunder don't jump up uh we'll have it for you on the athletic nba show specifically on the athletic nba show youtube page that's another if you want to give me a birthday present subscribe to the athletic nba show youtube page as well those would be that would be helpful to me so if you could do that i would be very grateful uh okay michaela anything else before we go no i'm just um fired up we'll see and and again, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. These oh. are these have been insane. So great, so great. I uh, hope you guys have an awesome day. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.